Hey there, welcome to Jam with Jen, Empowering Your Pivot. I'm an ex-corporate girl turned chiropractor who is on a mission to help others make their dream a reality. I'll be sharing real stories from people who have made that leap into living a life of success on their terms. Making the leap isn't always sunshine and rainbows, but it's about showing you that you too can have the freedom of life you desire. So let's jump right in. Thanks for jumping on and listening to another episode of Jam with Jen. Today, I'm interviewing Emma Green, who is a physical therapist who started out working in the hospital setting and has transitioned her business into complete virtual. Part of that transition happened with 2020, but she had started creating this business on the side before 2020 even hit. She's the tennis elbow queen, and she talks about how you should really design the life that you want to live. I love this part because she talked about how she takes a jacuzzi break every day at 3 p.m. So I'm so excited for you to hear how she has designed her life to live it how she has always wanted to live it. So let's jump in and you guys can meet Emma. All right, welcome everybody back to another episode of Jammin' with Jen. Today I am interviewing Emma Green, who is a physical therapist who was working in a hospital but has now pivoted out into her own clinic working virtual. So thank you, Emma, for jumping on. Thanks so much, Jen. This is a great opportunity. I love what you're doing. Thanks. Would you mind sharing a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can probably tell from my accent that I am from the UK originally. Um, I trained as a physiotherapist over there and worked for the National Health Service for about 10 years um, before my husband and I relocated to Southern California. So uh, there's been a couple of pivots really along the way. Um, But when we came over to Southern California, um, I got my credentials over here as a physical therapist and started working at a a local hospital, um, just doing what I know how to do, treating patients and and being in a big hospital setting. Um, And that was always very comfortable for me. It's, It's what I knew. It's where I was just really happy if there was craziness going on at work, going on at home, I could go to work and I was just, "Ah, this is my space. Um, uh, Over time, I I did start my own clinic on the side. It was very much a side hustle. Um, And that came about because there were some clients who couldn't come and see me at the hospital for insurance reasons or financial reasons it wasn't an option for them so I set up a a small clinic just me to to be able to to serve these clients Um, and that side hustle grew to a six-figure business whilst I was still in the hospital job wow so uh, so so I was kind of I, I was busy I was very busy shall we say two kids at home hospital job and a clinic that I then had had to bring staff in to help me with. Um, So I got to the point where I realized that I'd essentially just created this behemoth that was then running me and my kids were in daycare the whole time. I was working all the time and it was just not fun. So I started to look at, okay, what can I do to change this? 
the hospital system had changed a lot. The pressures there were starting to become immense. And I realized I wasn't happy in that situation anymore at all. So the natural pivot was to leave the hospital job and go full-time into my own business. At that time, I did not realize what a massive jump that was for me. Having been a hospital physical therapist for 25 years, and leaving that safety and security of what I knew to mm -hmm. jump into the unknown um, was far greater than, than I had any comprehension of. Um, so great such that when I left my hospital job, a week later, I ended up in the hospital with burnout. Wow. And I, at, the, at the time, I had absolutely no idea what was going on. I, I was actually admitted with a suspected heart attack. They thought I was having a heart attack. Um, they did all the tests. Thankfully, they, they couldn't find anything. So I was in for three days and they did every test under the sun. Um, but I, I believe it was the stress and burnout of leaving the job and going into my own business that created those physical health effects. Um, so since then, I went full-time into my business. Um, we, that, that was the end of 2019. The very first month, so January of 2020, we had our best month ever. Everything was going great. It was fantastic. I was like, yes, I've made the right decision. At the end of January 2020, I lost my clinic location and I lost my full-time therapist on the same day. And so it's very much been a roller coaster. So at that point, I found a new location. Um, we went into an interim space at the time. It wasn't quite ready. Things, things were going great. We were just ticking along and then COVID hit. Yeah. And then I'm in California. Um, I was working out of a gym at the time. The gyms are closed down. Um, and so I pivoted overnight to become, instead of being 95% in the clinic, to being 100% virtual. Yeah, good for and you. that was the biggest pivot, yeah. Yeah, so 2020 was even crazier for you just before everything shut down, so. Yes, it was, it was, it was letting me know, I think, what was to come. Mm -hmm. And you know what I always talk about to other entrepreneurs about that roller coaster feeling too, because there are so many high, like amazing highs, but when the lows hit, like they're low. It's like being hit with a ton of bricks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like you kind of almost get numb to it after a while because you're like, okay, like another low, let's keep moving on. There will be another high coming soon. But in the beginning, it's hard. Yeah, definitely. For sure. For sure. So with your, with the virtual side of the physiotherapy, what is the mission behind your business? Yeah. My, my mission is to heal a hundred thousand elbows without the need of pain pills, injections, or risky surgeries. Okay. Perfect. So is that your specialty really is elbows? Yeah, very much so. Um, I'm the tennis elbow queen. Yeah. And so that is 75% of my, my clientele are tennis elbow clients. Good. 
So when you made the pivot out of like the gym into just virtual, did you have to build up new clientele or were you contacting clients that you were, you were already working with? Yeah, so our existing clientele just switched straight over to virtual. Um, the main reason for that initially was, was when California started to close down, um, client, uh, people who were 65 and over were immediately told to, to shield at home. And I can vividly remember that very first day after everything went down, um, I, I had a full list of all my over 65s. So we contacted all of them. We said, you are not going anywhere. We're going to go 100% virtual. Here's your Zoom link. This is how it works. I have two um, admin staff who helped me through that process. Um, one was on the phone. The other was on the tech. We were guiding our clients through that. And we had 100% of, of people who were just like, yeah, let's do this. So we literally, we literally switched overnight to the 100% virtual model and everybody came with us. Wow. That's amazing to have that like success rate. And then obviously there's the, like the people who probably aren't as tech savvy, like that part of it too, then to get them onto Zoom. And obviously Zoom blew up in the last year that everybody's using it, but people weren't that user-friendly with Zoom or weren't that comfortable using Zoom initially, so. Right, and, and especially with an, an over 65 population, yeah. um, but you know, my, my team and I, we, we worked and we just talked people through. And so um, the, the, one of the admin ladies, um, she, she had such a great phrase. You know, she said, you know, can you open an email? Yes, I can open an email. You're gonna click on a link? you're there. And so she had the, just this really great calming demeanor about her. Um, and, and I think because she just talked clients through so simply, everybody was like, well, that's really easy. I can, I can click on a link in an email. Then they were all just bought in. Yeah. So do you work with clients then one-on-one -on -one, or do you have like certain videos that you send people? Yeah, a little bit of both. Okay. So I, I have one-on-one -on -one clients that I see. Um, we do group classes um, because the, the other 25% of, of my caseload, um, I, I use clinical Pilates to help clients with back pain and sciatica. Yes. So I do group classes. Um, I have an online program for my tennis elbow clients. Um, I have Facebook groups for both populations. So, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a mix of all of those things. Good. So while you were going through all of the pivot, so pivoting out of like the hospital setting into your own clinic, and then even pivoting to just online, did you have a good support system? Yeah, very much so. Um, so my, my family, my, my husband and my kids have always been very supportive in what I do. So that was, was immensely helpful. Um, even the hospital system, as I was, as I was leaving them, I'd been there for 11 years, um, working with the same people and, and doing that same job. And they, they were obviously sad to see me go, but were incredibly supportive as well. And I still chat and, and obviously we don't meet, but we zoom and we're still, we're still very close. So 
to have the support of the place that I was leaving, I think was immensely helpful to me as well. Um, and, and, and my staff, you know, my staff have been immensely helpful through the whole process too. Good. Did you have any critics? Like as you were leaving the hospital, like anybody say like, what are you doing? You shouldn't, you know, start your own, your own practice. Yeah. So, I mean, certainly my, my parents looked at me like, what are you doing? Leaving the safety and the security of a, a great job, great benefits, very, very settled and very safe and secure and heading out on my own where I have to figure out my own health insurance and benefits and all of these things that I've not had to do. Um, they, they, I mean, they, they are very supportive, but they certainly questioned whether it was the right decision for sure. Yeah. And it's hard because when you do have that safety of the hospital where you can call in sick if needed or just bounce ideas off of other people, it, it, it can be really difficult to just like start your own thing because you don't have as many people around you um, that under, you know, understand exactly what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was a big part of what kept me there mm -hmm. for so long because it was just easier to stay in that safety and that security rather than facing the uncomfortableness of leaving. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of people feel that feeling of you, we stay in certain situations because it feels safe and you have money coming in regularly. You get that paycheck. You have the money already set aside for taxes. You have the health insurance. You have all the benefits for like your 401k, all of these things that seem easier to just stick with. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. And and as I say, I think that is why I stayed so long for sure. Yeah. yeah. What has been the most challenging part so far? Definitely mindset. Yeah. Mindset has been the most challenging thing. And something that again, I think going back, I had no idea that that was going to be the most challenging thing. You always think of sort of the tangible things like, oh, you're having a location and dealing with staff and getting clients. And, but the mindset is the biggest thing without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. What, how, how have you worked through that? I think just that, I mean, initially to actually realize that that was a thing mm -hmm. was like a, a, one of my big aha moments um, so I read a lot of books. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I, I find a lot of different people that I want to work with. Um, when, when my, my business was growing, so my business grew to six figures, but I knew I needed help to get it bigger than that. Yeah. And so this was probably probably a couple of years before I actually left the hospital, it, it had got to that point, but I knew I needed help. So I started looking around for where can I find this help? And so initially I found Carrie Green um, of the Female Entrepreneur Association and started listening to everything that she was putting out because I, uh, she's from the UK as well. So there's that little connection. Mm -hmm. And even though we have the same name, we're not related. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she puts out some really great content. So I started listening to everything she was talking about. 
I joined the Female Entrepreneur Association. One of the things that she said was to find a, a business coach. And so I started looking around in my particular area and I found a business coach. Again, he's from the UK, but he's now based in the US um, and he helps physical therapy clinics. So I took one of his courses, started working with him. And I think it, each step of this just expanded my awareness of the different things that I needed to work on. It's not all about Facebook ads and newspaper ads and things like that. It, it very much is about your mindset. Yeah. And so as I've sort of continued on the journey, um, I've then started to read more. Um, I've, I've read Jen Sincero, You Are a Badass. Yeah. I mean, I've read that book, I don't know how many times. And it was funny because the first time I read it, I just read it. And then go, after going through this burnout and then reading it again, and I was just like, oh, that was me. That's what happened. It was like the little prince, the ego was trying to keep me safe. And it, it was just, it was mind blowing for me to read that, reread it. And, and actually realize that, yes, that is what I'd gone through. So just, just each step kind of takes you into deeper and deeper into the whole mindset yeah. area. Yeah. I need to go back to that book. I think I've, I've listened to it once. Um, and I feel like that was probably two and a half years ago now. So I'm at a completely different point. Right. Um, That's it. Yeah. So I have to go back to that, that audio, audio book, or I might have it as a hardcover too, but um, what do you think has been the most rewarding? Um, the fact that I now have a lifestyle that I absolutely love. Um, and again, so, so I wrote my goals at the beginning of 2020. Obviously this is pre COVID. This is pre losing my clinic. This is pre -ev all everything that happened. Yeah. And two of my big goals for 2020 were to spend more time with my kids and to do more telehealth. So since COVID has hit, my kids have been home the whole time now. They've not gone back to school. Schools are not open here at all. Yeah. So my kids have been home for almost 12 months and I've been 100% virtual. So doing all this telehealth for again, almost 12 months. So my goals, so I'm sorry, COVID may have been my fault because the universe was listening and delivered me my goals. <laughs> yeah. 100%. So being able to do what I do and live like I live right now, because I have two kids who are in online school. So basically I'm available to help them with school mm -hmm. until 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. I then see clients between 2 and 5 Monday through Friday, that's what I work. And I'm able to do that. If I was working at a hospital, if I was working for somebody else, there is no way I would be able to have the lifestyle that I have right now. I take a 3 p.m. jacuzzi break every single day. I remember you writing that on like my post that I had written in Momentum. And I was like, wow, I need to implement that into my life. Yes, yes. And, and I do, I block off 30 minutes. I'm like, I get changed. I jump in and have my chill session. And then I'm back out for my clients for another hour and a half. So I work less than 10 hours a week now. 
and I'm making as much as I was making when I was full-time in the clinic. Good. Yeah. I mean, you put a lot of hard work into getting to this point. So there is that. I think yeah. sometimes we, we only hear that little, we hear the little bit of like, you now work 10 hours and it's like, but you busted your butt to get to the, the 10 hours. So, right. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. But it's, it's very much looking at, and again, sort of like designing your own lifestyle. Yeah. And, and I could work 40 hours a week and see all these clients and make four times the amount of money, but I wouldn't be there for my kids. I wouldn't be having my jacuzzi breaks. I wouldn't have this lifestyle that I have right now. And I'm like, this is the lifestyle I've designed. I looked at it. I was like, what do I want to do? Yeah. I want to get up in the morning, exercise, I meditate and journal before everybody gets up. Then I'm here. I'm present with the kids for school. I'm helping them both with school. They're, they're getting through. I mean, online school can be a challenge. We're getting through it. Yeah. All feels great. And then I see my clients. I, and, and then I can also pick and choose the clients that I want to work with. And it's, I just, I, I often feel guilty for saying this, but I absolutely love life right now. Good. You should. You should love your life. Um, so this, I feel like this is the best next question to go into then. How do you define success? I think it's, it's waking up every day and it doesn't matter what day it is. If it's Monday morning, I'm as happy as if it's Saturday morning. Yeah. And, and just, just every, every day is wonderful. I get to work with fantastic clients that I choose to work with. I don't do anything that I don't want to do. And I think that is, is to be able to get to that point. As I say, I have two staff who obviously are working remotely now as well, who help me. I have one lady who she does all the phone calls. She does all the scheduling. She does all of that side of it. And I have a, a guy who does all the tech. He deals with all the invoicing, the billing and everything else. Cause I don't want to do that side of it. So being able to, I think, again, coming back to sort of lifestyle design and looking at what you do want to do and what you don't want to do and the things that you don't want to do, if you can delegate that out, then you're going to be happier in your life. Yeah, that's perfect. I need to, I feel like really take some of this advice, like really design this, this life that I can picture for myself. Absolutely. Um, yeah. If you could tell your younger self one thing, what would that be? That's a great question. Um, it, it's so, so interesting because my, my career definitely had two halves. When I was working in the UK, it was all about sport. And my ultimate goal was to work at the Olympics, which I did in 2012. So I kind of achieved that. And I feel like it's like, it kind of is all nicely boxed and there it is. And then the second half of my career has been completely different, sort of working in the hospital and get, now getting to this point. I think if, if anything, it would be, I mean, I was going to say maybe to leave the hospital job sooner, but I'm not sure I would change anything because you have to go through those things to get to where you are right now. And so I think I would just say, it's all going to be okay. Everything will work out completely fine. And one day you'll be having jacuzzi breaks every day. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so you had talked about the, the book, um, 
Jen's book, You Are a Badass, and then the coaching kind of thing that you went through. Are there any other podcasts or books that you recommend? Yeah. Anything that Amy Porterfield puts out, I listen to all her podcasts, just love what she puts out. Carrie Green is another one. Um, She has some great podcasts. Um, She also has a book, She Means Business. Denise Duffield-Thomas, I read I've read all of her books. Love that from the mindset perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Leonie Dawson is a, another one that I've just started to listen to. She's very different in some ways. Um, but again, they, they, they all have their own little bit that you can pull from. So yeah. I think that's really it. It's finding... It's, it's finding what, what's right for you. What's right for you might not be right for somebody else, but it's finding what's right for you. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Anything else you would like to leave the listeners with? Um, yeah, I think as, as women, we spend so much time trying to please everybody else, um, that we forget about ourselves. And, and I think especially as parents as well, we, we, we're always focusing so much on the kids. Um, it's been so interesting to go through this journey. And, you know, probably six months ago, my husband said to me, he said, you're so much happier. I'm like, yeah, I am. Well, I'm working less and I'm, I've designed my day and I'm not shouting at the kids like I used to. I'm not rushing around in a crazy way like I used to. So I, I think just focusing on yourself, which I know we, we really don't do because we, we, we feel like we have to look after everybody else. And again, especially healthcare workers, we're, we're givers, we're carers, we're nurturers. But that has to start with you mm-hmm. and it has to start within because if you, don't, if you don't have a place where you feel comfortable and you feel happy and and where you are at peace then nobody around you is going to feel like that either yeah that's perfect thank you so much emma oh you're welcome this has been great thank you so much for jumping on and listening through another episode of jam with jen and thank you emma for sharing your story i appreciate you sharing those like words of wisdom as far as like designing the life that you want to live If you are looking to follow Emma, definitely check out the show notes. I have all of her handles listed below and her website. Thank you again. Thank you so much for listening through another episode of Jamming with Jen. If you liked the episode, definitely share it out with a friend. And if you're looking to connect with me more, follow me on Instagram. The handle is Jammin' with Jen Podcast, or you can always head over to the website at jenforstner.com. Thank you so much again and have a great day.